so audio's cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, no, you're great. As long as you're good with it. I'm good. I'm recording. What book are you reading? I can I can suck out pretty easy. Yeah. Because this guy. Right now? Yes. <laughs> um, oh, okay. If you just want to clap one more time that way. Okay. We're good now? Yeah, whenever you want to start. Sorry if I hurt your ears at first. No, yeah, you're good. (laughs) You ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, good morning. Merry Christmas. And we are so glad that you have joined us for our online Christmas service. By now, maybe you've opened presents. Maybe you've drank some coffee or hot cocoa. Uh, or whatever your tradition may be, but we just want to thank you for joining us and welcome to Upper Room's Christmas morning service. So we've been on this series in December called Jesus Outside the Box. And if you haven't been joining us in person or online, really the concept of that has been Jesus isn't still in a manger. He's not still on a cross. He's alive. And I know that sounds like the Easter message, but the reality is he's also not in this paradigm of this, these constraints that we may think of Jesus, that he is far more than we could ever ask, think, or imagine. Not only does he do that in Ephesians 3 as he promises, but he is that. So that's really been the series that we're on. So I just want to talk for a minute and then we're going to share some things. But first, we'd really like to just ask you a few questions. And if you want to engage online, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, just answer the questions or with who you're with in the room right now, just share. So the first question we have is, what is your favorite Christmas tradition? What's the favorite thing you do? And as you discuss it, we'll discuss. And if you want to type online, that's great. Uh, But what's your favorite Christmas tradition? So I'm going to go with something for Christmas morning. So on Christmas morning, Aaron and I always get up first. The kids usually wake us up, but he and I are the first ones that get to go downstairs. So we'll go downstairs. We'll get all the lights turned on, make coffee. We always light a candle and do a little stuff with the na- the manger scene. Um, and then, while the kids are standing at the top of the stairs, we then let them come running down. So that's one of my favorite parts of the morning. My, my favorite traditions for Christmas morning is watching the kids and watching you open presents. Yeah, I'm not a gifts person. That's not one of my love languages. But I think with affirmation giving gifts and seeing that response and being intentional and it's the surprise element that that awe and wow factor is what i really love so we have one more question And, and it's really rooted out of we had a very difficult time achieving this this year so what's the question so the question is what kind of christmas tree do you put up in your home for christmas is it artificial or is it real we had a very challenging time getting a, a real Christmas tree this year. We have the tradition every year since at least Chloe's been born, yeah. if not since we've been married, of going and cutting down the tree ourselves. and a couple local farms aren't doing it anymore. So we ended up at a different farm, and um, we don't have the prettiest Christmas tree this year. <laughs> no, and we got there, and it was like 20 minutes before it opened, and it was like all of a sudden we just felt this like, anxiety of like, oh my gosh, just get a tree. And so it was the and, and most tallest tr- tree out in the, the field. And it, we just ran and we just started cutting it down and we didn't even think really. And it's so bad. It's yeah. just really... We, it was mostly small trees, maybe six, seven foot trees. And we like it like at least an eight foot tree at our house. So we saw the tallest one. We're like, let's do it now. And uh, yeah, it, it's you a little You can see ugly. through it. It's got like the needles where if you put one little thing on it, it all goes... It's just awful. <laughs> so I'm threatening buying 50 Christmas trees to plant at our property 
Just so we have Christmas trees or in the future. Or just get artificial and save us the headache. No, it's not, <laughs> it's not the same. But anyway, here we are. And uh, just answer that if you're watching online and or with each other. What is it artificial? Is it real? We personally would like to know at least. <laughs> so we've been on this series, Jesus Outside the Box. And I, I, I want to come from Matthew 2 just for a few minutes here. And we're not going to keep you along. I know you may have family events or, or lunches or different things to get to, or maybe you're watching through the week and, and you've got other things to do. But this day is to celebrate Jesus. It is his birthday. And I know it fell on a Sunday and we're like, what do we do? And we really wanted to carve out time for everybody who serves on a Sunday here and what it takes to do a service to spend that morning and that day with their families. So we hope you appreciate that. But it is about him. It is about Jesus. And, and, and there's a story in the Bible, and it's really, most people know it, obviously, surrounding Jesus' birth and, 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 and the whole purpose of Christmas. And it's in Matthew 2, and it's when the wise men find Jesus, and they follow a star. And, and these are astronomers. They're, they're, they're really the most genius people of the time. They're very educated. Uh, they're very high-class people, but they're very, very smart. Literally the most ingenious people of the time. And they find Jesus, but it wasn't like, I think sometimes we see manger scenes and it's this, we see the picture of the wise men with the shepherds. They actually found him at different times. And this was a couple year journey because in Matthew 2, when it says they found him, they, they found the child, meaning he was probably a toddler at that point. So they were on this journey for probably a couple years and they find this toddler. And, and it reminded me of a story. We went to a church in Cincinnati with our family a couple years ago. Uh, Hadassah would have been about two or three. And we went to Crossroads. They put on this huge Christmas production. It was phenomenal. And after this, this, this production, we get in the car, Hadassah around three, maybe around the age Jesus was. She asked this question. She says, does Jesus wear diapers? Did baby Jesus wear diapers? And I was like, well, he was human, so probably. And she said, she loves baby dolls. Well, where were they? I've never seen Jesus' diaper. So it intrigued her. And, and she just kind of settled like, well, yeah, probably he was human. But the next morning she, she wakes up and, and here's what she asked me. She said, is God real? I, I don't know what, what happened there. I don't know if it was the production or, or different things happened. And I said, well, of course. And she says, but I don't see him. And, and I said, you don't see money right now, but you know it's real. And I, and I said, God made everything. He also lives in us. When you see me, you see God. When you see the trees and the grass and, and everything he created, you see God. And she said, okay. And I said, Hadassah, I'm really proud of you for asking that really deep question. And she said, you're welcome. <laughs> that just always, I've always remembered that. And I, I do have it in some notes here just to remember like the exact quotes. Uh, but she thanked me. You know, she said, you're welcome. As if I thanked her, I just said I was proud of her. But I just remember Hadassah being at that age and two or three years old. And, and I just, it's so outside the box that these wise men, it says once they found him, they went inside, they bowed before him. And, and I have this box here. This is a Christmas present. Thank you for wrapping it. It's beautiful. So we have this. And I said, could you wrap a box, please? So Nicole wrapped it. And what you see in here is it's, it's empty. There's nothing in it. And I, I just think Jesus, we've put him at times and even the church and different things and, and Christians in these boxes. And, and we've put roofs and limits and ceilings on, on our expectations and such. And, and I, to open this box and every present you would have opened this Christmas, it would have had a level of faith 
expectancy, anticipation. Maybe you're guessing what it is. Maybe that's what we do at our house. We're like, what do you think it is? And then we're like feeling around, shaking it. And that's because there's a level of faith. It's no different than if you buy a box of cereal and you know by faith that the Cheerios on the box is going to be inside. And, and I think it's the same with the Magi and the, the, the wise men finding Jesus. There is an element of faith that takes faith to find him and it takes faith to search him out like they did. And, and I just think what more outside the box than the most genius people on the planet bowing before a toddler who is actually a king. And, and this Christmas, I just wanna encourage you, let's do the same. You know, the most genius people on the planet at that time bowed before a king and he was a little boy, like when Hadassah was asking me those questions. And, and I think for us today, like he is so outside of our box, he's so outside of our realm of thinking that he came as a baby, not in a palace, not, not as a, on a throne or as a king, he came as a baby, lowly of lows in an average family, born of a virgin, so that eventually he could give himself for you and I ransom to have eternal life and to conquer death, hell, and the grave and be resurrected. Now, to me, that is the greatest gift that we will ever open. You know, the gifts that we open this year or any other year for, for Christmas or beyond, they don't, they don't really matter in eternity. You know, they, they, don't, they don't measure up. It's, it's not our possessions or the gifts. And, and it's, it's a sign of love. We, we get it. And I always think it's funny that on his birthday, we give each other gifts and we get gifts. But the reality is the greatest gift is him. And that is so outside the box of so many thinking, especially when you understand his unconditional love for us, that he who knew no sin took on all of our sin. And this is the day. And this is the day of salvation. This is the gift. And although, you know, it seems like we have nothing, that's the moment we realize that we have everything, him. Yeah, I just want to just add, too, like, if you think of that phrase, outside the box, like, literally what we're meaning is, you know, we tend to think of all things in our life and in a certain amount of, like, walls or realm or whatever. And so thinking outside the box looks like what he was saying with those wise men showing up. Like, that was outside the box to what would have been common in that time. To people who probably looked up to these men and and honored them and just different things, for them to say, we're traveling to go see this, this king, this baby, this child um, who's in a manger or who's in this town over here, it's like, that is way outside of the box. And so... It is just such this opportunity for us just to really like push ourselves, to push our faith, like he was saying, and think beyond what we're used to, what we can accomplish on our own, to think beyond what we're, we're, our normal is. Yeah, so we would just love to end with prayer. Nicole's going to just offer you a time of prayer and maybe some ministry. And, and for me, my heart is that we see outside of our parameters this box, the constraints maybe we've put Jesus in, maybe the constraints that we've put our faith in, or the possible, the miraculous, his power, those things. And, and for me right now, I, I just also feel, I'd love to pray for any of us who've put the church in a box, that church has to look this way, or this Christian has to look this way. And I think at times, maybe some of us have been pushed away from a Christian who is maybe hypocritical or judgmental, or what are those things? If that's the case, we've literally put Jesus in a box that that person was Jesus. And that's certainly not the case, that there's grace and there's mercy and even the ability to look past those moments that may have hurt us or may have really tore us down or whatever. Uh, so I'd love to pray. And then Nicole will finish in prayer just, just for everybody. And 
We hope you enjoy the rest of your day, but man, we are here for Jesus. He is the greatest gift. So Lord, I thank you that you sent your son Jesus to this earth in a manger to an average family of a miraculous birth to a virgin. And Lord, you came for us. You came to seek and save that which was lost, Lord. Lord, so we thank you, Jesus. We thank you that you are the greatest gift. And Lord, whatever has has put things in a box or constrained or restricted anything, Lord, we just pray right now you remove those walls, those barriers, and those things that have been in the way of just receiving your radical, unconditional love and power and hope and joy and truly you being the gift. We thank you, Jesus. Yeah, and so Lord, right now we just ask um, that you would... um, help us in the Holy Spirit to help us break out of the box and the ways that we see everything and the ways that we understand you and the ways that we view others and the ways that we view the church and the world and your people, Lord. And so um, just as we've talked about this um, this morning, Lord, we just ask, Lord, would you would you come and help us to get you outside of our box, outside of the box that we've put you in? And we just... Um, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. We hope you've enjoyed it from the living room of Upper Room into probably most of your living rooms. And uh, we just hope you have a very Merry Christmas. But if you don't know Jesus as Messiah, if you don't know him as Savior and Lord, we want to just make sure that you do. Uh, again, he is the greatest gift to this planet, to humanity, and he is the only way to eternal life uh, with the Father. And, and I just want to encourage you, reach out. You can message us. You can engage online. We'll be checking that. And uh, we would love to help lead you to that greatest decision of your life, Him. So God bless you guys. Merry, Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas.